Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program provided by Living Stream Ministry and featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. These two were faithful slaves of the Lord during their entire Christian lives and have become patterns to us of ones that counted all things lost on account of Christ. Witness Lee completed his most comprehensive work called the Life Study of the Bible just before going to be with the Lord in 1997. This program combines short excerpts from his original speaking, along with some of our own comments and fellowship. And as always, we'd like to hear from you with your thoughts or answer any questions that might arise while you're listening. We'll repeat this contact information at the end of the program, but if you have a pen right now, jot down our toll-free number, which is 888-LIFE-STUDY, 888-543-3788. Or you can reach us by email to radio at lsm.org. Now, let's join today's program. If someone were to ask you, what is the genuine priestly service in the New Testament? Would you envision priests in long robes and gowns, handling various utensils in a big sanctuary? Or would you see ordinary believers handling every day the real and marvelous Christ in their experience? We're going to talk today about the issue of the genuine priestly service. And joining us for this uh, marvelous message, I say that in faith, Bob, I believe it will be, is Bob Danker. Thanks for being here, Bob. It's good to be back, Chris. And I also believe this will be a marvelous fellowship that we're going to have concerning this matter of the priestly service and the result of this priestly service. We've seen again and again, Bob, in these life study messages from Leviticus that uh, these pictures in the Old Testament from the Levitical priesthood really have an application for all of God's people and that there is the universal priesthood of all the believers in the New Testament. So we have to apply these pictures to us each day, don't we? This is the wonderful thing, Chris, about these messages on Leviticus because these things that we sometimes we read, the Old Testament, especially the book of Leviticus, which has so many details about the offerings and the consecration of the priests, we think, well, that was for that day, not today. But actually, we need to realize that every New Testament believer, as long as we've been regenerated, born again, Mm -hmm. we are priests. And so these pictures in the Old Testament of the priestly service, how the priests were consecrated, how they offered these different kinds of offerings, all of these offerings were pictures of Christ. These pictures in the Old Testament, they relate to us today. That means we need to learn how to serve God as the priests today that God is seeking. And if we do, there will be a marvelous result. Bob, just as a quick review, I want to pick up one term you mentioned. You talked about the consecration or the ordaining of the priests in the Old Testament. In our last program, we really saw quite marvelously really the main aspect of our consecration. That just means to have our hands full. The priests in the Old Testament were those that were handling these offerings, and all of them were symbolic of Christ. So for us today, to be consecrated just means that we have our hands full of Christ in our experience. All the priests in the Old Testament were continually offering the offerings of different kinds, and all these offerings are types of Christ. So their hands were always full of the offerings. That shows that our hands, and that doesn't mean our physical hands, but our spiritual hands 
That means even our inner being needs to be full of Christ as all the offerings. And this is what constitutes us to be the priests in the New Testament. Bob, today we want to look at four things that are the issue of the genuine priestly service. As you said, the priestly service has an outcome, a result, or an issue, as Witness Lee will use uh, that term in our message today. In Leviticus chapter 9, we see four things that issue from our priestly service. Number one, God's appearing, a marvelous thing. Number two, God's glory, maybe even more marvelous. Number three, the genuine blessing, and I think this will be enlightening for all of our listeners today. And number four, the consuming fire. In our first section today, Bob, we want to look at the first two of these, God's appearing and God's glory. And we can see both of these in just a couple of verses in Leviticus 9, verses 4, 5, and 6. Let me read those, and then we'll join Witness Lee. It says, And an ox and a ram for peace offerings to sacrifice before Jehovah, and a meal offering mingled with oil. For today Jehovah will appear to you. So they brought what Moses had commanded before the tent of meeting, and all the assembly came near and stood before Jehovah. And Moses said, This is what Jehovah has commanded you to do, and the glory of Jehovah shall appear to you. God's appearing and God's glory, both appearing in this first portion, Bob. Let's join Witness Lee. We come to the issue, the result of the priestly service. It is really hard to see something concerning the issue, the result of our priesthood. Why? Because all the issue is not a kind of a physical, material result. The result of our priesthood today, especially in the New Testament, is altogether something mysterious, something spiritual, even something heavenly and something divine which our physical eyes could never see. The issue of our New Testament priestly service is uh, number one, the appearing of God. Number two, the appearing of God's glory. The number three, the blessing. And the fourth one is the uh, consuming fire. As long as you could take Christ as these offerings and for your enjoyment, the glory, or I should say, firstly, the presence of God is with you. And that is the appearing of God to you. You couldn't see him, but you do have the sensation he is now appearing to you. You cannot say that you have touched him or seen him. No. But you cannot deny a kind of sensation. You do have a sensation that God appears to you. And this is the first result of our New Testament priestly service. What is the second? The glory of God. When we do serve God in our spirit by enjoying Christ according to God's regulations, we will enjoy God's appearing. And right away, quite often, God's glory follows his appearing. 
what does this mean? You have to know what's God's glory. God's glory is just God expressed. God is hidden. When God is expressed, that's God's glory. Then what does this mean? God's expressed. You have to realize that Paul says a lot about this glory concerning the New Testament ministry. And he said, with Moses, there was glory. And there was a kind of physical glory on the face of Moses. But with him, with Paul, the New Testament, is not a kind of physical glory. It is kind of a glory in life, glory in spirit. This is the uh, appearing of God's glory. Bob, as we heard, our priestly service issues in four spiritual things. We're talking now about the first two of these, God's appearing and God's glory. They're quite closely related, but let's explore both of these, Bob, and how the New Testament refers to them as well. Yes, Chris, you mentioned that these issues of the priestly service are spiritual things, and I want to impress our listeners with this matter. In the Old Testament, God's appearing and God's glory were actually visible things that people could see with their physical eyes. But in the New Testament, we leave the realm of physical things, and we enter into the realm of spiritual things. The physical things are outward. They can be apprehended by our physical senses. But the spiritual things are inward, and they can only be realized by us in and through our spirit. Because God is a spirit. He himself is spirit. John chapter 4 tells us this. God created for us a human spirit so that in our spirit we can see God, not in a physical way, but in a spiritual way. Mm -hmm. This is not by some kind of outward sight, but by some kind of inward sense in the depths of our being, in our human regenerated spirit. So when we have God's appearing and God's glory, In the New Testament, these are not physical, but they're very real. In fact, the spiritual things are more real than the physical things. Mm. So many Christians like to have physical manifestations, but actually God wants to give us the real things, and those things are all spiritual. All of these things are related to the Spirit of God in our spirit. Today, the glory appears in our spirit, and according to the New Testament, this glory can even saturate our entire being and be expressed through us. God wants to bring us into this glory. This is not something physical, but something spiritual. And I would like to uh, relate to you one verse. In 2 Corinthians 3.18, it says, With unveiled face, we all are beholding and reflecting the glory of the Lord. Is this a physical thing? Not at all. It doesn't talk about our physical face. It talks about the face of our inner being. When we turn our heart to the Lord, then the veil is taken away, and we behold the Lord's glory, not physically, but spiritually in our spirit. And this is a wonderful result of our priestly service to God. Whenever we offer Christ to God as our sin offering, trespass offering, meal offering, burn offering, peace offering, all these offerings that we've been talking about, in our spirit we have some kind of realization or some kind of sense 
that God has appeared to us and his glory is manifested to us. That chapter you mentioned, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, of course, it does mention there as a kind of a type the physical glory that Moses was beholding, and there was a physical change to his uh, visage, to his, uh, uh, his face. And the children of Israel, when they were confronted with this, they put up a physical veil again to kind of protect them from this physical image of God's glory. But today, this glory has really been constituted or transferred into the spiritual realm. It's something that we can have an experience of and a realization of every day, as you said, sensing, or even as Witness Lee used the word sensation. That's right, Chris. There's a contrast between the Old Testament things and the New Testament things. In the Old Testament, the glory appeared on the face of Moses. But today, the glory appears in our spirit. Mm. Bob, let's go on to this next point. This has to do with God's blessing. Verse 22 says, And Aaron lifted up his hands toward the people and blessed them. And he came down from offering the sin offering and the burnt offering and the peace offerings. We want to talk about blessing, the third issue of the priestly service. What is the blessing? His very presence means the blessing. As long as we have his presence, we are under his blessing. When his blessing is with us, even mistakes will become blessings. I tell you, if his presence is not here, even we are right in everything. It means nothing. In my contact with people, sometimes I was not that much under his presence. Yes, I talk to people. I talk carefully and I talk wisely. To my feeling, I did the best. But nothing came out. Just vanity. But sometimes I was really that much under his presence. I was, you know, excited. So I talked wrongly. I used the wrong words and so forth. But the result was very good. People got saved. People got blessed. What is the blessing? That is our high priest who has gone to the heavens, yet still he remains here as a presence to us. This must be all through our applying of him to be all these offerings. Every day you just apply to Lord Jesus as your sin offering, burn offering, meal offering, peace offering. I tell you, as long as you just apply him and take him as these offerings, you have his blessing. What is his blessing? That is his presence. John 3.16 says, God so loved the world that he has given his only begotten to them. You know, by what way God has given his sin to us? Could you tell me? By all these offerings. By the way of all these offerings. Christ is given to us by what way? By being offerings. When we got saved, who is our Savior? The one who is the unique sin offering. We didn't know at the time when we repented to believe in the Lord Jesus. I didn't know that he was the sin offering. Even I didn't hear such a term. But when I recall, I could realize when I repented, 
to believe in Him. That was my application of Jesus Christ as my sin offering. This is the way to enjoy Him. If you enjoy Him in this way, His presence is your blessing. Boy, Bob, this was a marvelous portion. Every believer is interested in this third issue of the priestly service, and that is blessing. I thought it was interesting that he used John 3.16, this well-known verse, really, to talk about what the real blessing is in the New Testament. Despite what we commonly hear, that blessing is something material or physical, the Bible's really clear, isn't it, Bob, that the real blessing is Christ himself and his very presence. Yes, Chris. Actually, God wants to bless every man who lives on this earth. And the greatest blessing is nothing that God gives in a physical way. The real blessing is just the presence of God. God loved the world, and he gave his only begotten Son. In what way did God give his Son to us? He gave him to us as all the offerings, as the trespass offering, the sin offering, the burn offering, the meal offering, the peace offering, so that by enjoying Christ and applying Christ as our offerings, day by day in our fellowship with God, we would enjoy the top blessing, and that is just the presence of the Lord. In the book of Acts, Peter said that the people should repent so that they may experience times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. In the Psalms, in chapter 16, verse 11, it says, In your presence is fullness of joy. The top and the highest blessing that God can give to us is nothing material but just his very presence. When we have his presence, we have his blessing. And again, we have to stress this, that God's presence and our experience of God's presence is not in the physical realm. Today, this very one, he is the life-giving spirit, and he dwells in our spirit. And when we enjoy Christ as the offerings, we experience some kind of sensation within us that we have the Lord's presence with us. And this is the greatest blessing that God could give to us. If we lose the Lord's presence, we lost the blessing. Bob, I appreciated his word there. He was talking about how when he received the Lord, of course, he was experiencing, and we all were, the real sin offering, the real trespass offering, the real peace offering at that time, yet we had no knowledge. This was really our experience. It's good to now connect what we have experienced with the reality as presented in the Word, isn't it? It is, Chris. In the beginning, when we first believed in the Lord, maybe we realized we were sinful. And unconsciously, we offered Christ as our sin offering and our trespass offering. As a result, immediately, we sensed the Lord's presence. Well, this can be our daily experience, and it should be Mm. our daily experience. Well, we've had three marvelous issues, all very positive, God's appearing, God's glory, and the genuine blessing. The fourth one, Bob, at first blush, may seem not so wonderful to us. I think our view will change as we get through this final section. Let me read a couple more verses, verses 23 and 24. And Moses and Aaron went into the tent of meeting, and they came out and blessed the people, and the glory of Jehovah appeared to all the people. Then... Fire came forth from before Jehovah and consumed the burnt offering and the fat portions on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they gave a ringing shout and fell on their faces. Let's go back to Witness Lee. No one likes this, the consuming fire. When Stephen was stoned to death, 
That was a consuming fire. Their stoning was consuming. You have to know, dear saints, right after you enjoy God's presence, the appearing of His glory, and then the Lord's blessing, you must be ready to get yourself prepared to receive some kind of fire to consume you. And this is a spiritual law. After blessing, there will be always the consuming fire. That means somewhat, some kind of suffering will come to you. To us, sometimes the consuming fire is a kind of a divine acceptance of our offering to him. And quite often also, it is a kind of judgment. Just because of our offense, we made that offended him. How can we know whether this consuming is a kind of acceptance or a kind of judgment? It depends upon your kind of situation. If you are offering Christ in your enjoyment to God, then the consuming fire comes, no doubt, that kind of consuming, that kind of burning is the divine acceptance. But if you did something offending God's government, especially God's government, then some consuming comes to you, burning comes to you, you have to realize you have uh -huh, touched God's government. That is not a small thing. So this kind of consuming, this kind of burning is just a judgment. Bob, this matter of the consuming fire with two aspects is a bit more difficult to handle than the marvelous things we've been touching so far. Obviously, if we offend God and we experience something of burning, that's a kind of judgment. But to see a consuming fire in the way of his accepting our offering, this is more difficult. Talk about both of these. In our thought, fire and consuming are negative things. But here in Leviticus chapter 9, you can see that the coming forth of fire from God to consume the offerings was certainly a positive thing. Right. That means God received the offerings or he accepted them. So it was an absolutely positive thing. And then Brother Lee related this to Stephen's experience. Mm -hmm. Of course, Stephen was a man full of the Holy Spirit. Surely he was under God's blessing. But then one day came when Stephen, in a sense, was consumed by the fire of God's holiness, not because he did something wrong. God received him, mm -hmm. his very person, what he was in Christ. So Stephen suffered something. Even he suffered physical death. But this physical death was not something negative. It was a martyrdom in which, in a sense, God consumed him with his holy fire. But it was altogether positive. Now, of course, there is also a negative aspect of the consuming fire, which we've seen in the case of Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron. They offered strange fire to God, right. and the fire came out and burned them. This was the fire of God's judgment. Ananias and Sapphira 
in Acts chapter 5. They lied to the Holy Spirit, right. and then they died. Right. In a sense, they were consumed by God's judgment, judging fire. This was negative. But there is a positive sense. When God puts us into a suffering situation, this is not always negative. Sometimes it's a result of our offending him, doing something against his government. But in this particular context, we're talking about the positive result of our serving God as priests. So we can expect this kind of consuming as a positive result of our enjoyment of Christ as all the offerings. You can consider also the Apostle Paul. He was martyred. Yeah. Why would the Lord allow such a great apostle to be put to death in such a seemingly negative way? But this was God's consuming. He received the apostle as one who was one with Christ as all the offerings. Boy. Well, these are the issues of the priestly service, Bob. Uh, all of them really wonderful when we see them through the eyes that uh, we get in Leviticus and the ministry that opens it up in such a way. Thank you for your help today. It's wonderful, Chris, to be with you again. Let me leave you with our toll-free number and invite you to call us. It's 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Please take time to call us. It would mean a lot to us here. For Bob Danker today, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Did you know that you can now enjoy the writings of Witness Lee and Watchman Nee on your PC or Mac, tablet, e-reader, or smartphone? Just go to lsm.org slash epublications to find out more. Again, that's lsm.org slash epublications. And thanks for listening today.